Welcome into the Pro Football Radio Podcast. This is Jay Chima here with my co-host. The Puma on this glorious Friday evening. Glad you guys could join us this evening. <laughs> I can't take you serious with that cowboy hat. Hey, now for the viewers, it's not the NFL Dallas Cowboys. I'm not, no, no. You couldn't pay me enough to wear that. This is a legit cowboy hat I got while in Texas. Yeah, I get that. You went to Texas, but like you don't have to like take on the whole persona of a no, Texan. No, it's, it's not a persona. It was, it's, it's been on my list for a really <laughs> no, long so, time. So what, this is now your new, no, your no. new norm? Listen, if I'm spending money, a decent amount of cash for a cowboy hat, I, I'm going to wear it. I'm not just going to like wear, like buy it and just let it sit on my table. People, uh, Brandon walks into my apartment with a cowboy hat on, and it's been like a week and a half since he came back, and I'm like, dude. I... Cowboy hat and sweatpants. I want to be, you know... Cowboy, but also want to be comfortable at the same time. That's fine. <laughs> you wear that at work? I wore that Wednesday. No way. Loud and proud. I guess so, man. Me and my other, uh, you know, compadre that went down to San Antonio with me, he, he dusted off the cowboy hat too. It was great. We're trying to get one of our other guys, Justin, to buy a coonskin cap and didn't pan out, but <laughs> we, we looked uh, damn good, if I should say so myself. All right, all right. Well, I think at least somebody does, and that's you, so that's great. Hey, um, hey everyone that's casting shade, just jealous. If, if you look hot, wear it. That's all I'm saying. Define hot. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm you, kidding. Know, you look good. Brad, you look good. You just look saying. Good, man. You look great, man. All right. Let's get into it. Um, as we all predicted, the Patriots are Super Bowl champions again. That makes it number six for the Patriots. Um, my initial thought when they won was, how does Mr. Puma feel right now? What was going through you? Because through my mind, it was just pure joy, pure, you know, um, I can't believe we did it again. Um, I had absolutely no expectation of winning the Super Bowl this year when the season, when the playoffs, uh, playoffs started, just because we looked not the best going into the playoffs. But the fact that they couldn't string together three decent games and win, it was... Um, it was absolutely amazing. I couldn't. Like, let's, let's get your unfiltered thoughts, though. What went through my mind was... Why God, was, why? No, it wasn't even that. Like, it was it was a great game on both sides. Like, all the people out there that were complaining that, oh, my God, this game is so boring. Yeah. Which I understand. Like, both teams were top, you know, top four, top five in offense. And it was strictly a defensive game. But if you like football as a whole, you have to appreciate it. And Wade Phillips held the Patriots to 13 points. Yeah. In a, in a, in a perfect world, if you hold the Patriots to 13 points, you should win that game. Uh, what kind of drove me through a wall was, okay, the, the run isn't working for the Rams. Goff and, and McVay look out of sync, you know, for swords. Can we? Can I get a screen pass? Mm-hmm. Like the one time they did it to Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. we got almost 20 yards out of it. I think if they would have done that more, it would have made the game a little bit more interesting against that pass rush, mm-hmm. a little bit more two-minute offense so Goff doesn't have to think as much would have helped a lot too. I'm glad you said that, the thinking part. I, there's this, um, this rumor or story out there that Goff gets fed the play by McVay in his headset. And McVeigh tells him where to go with the ball based on what McVeigh is seeing until the 15-second mark. Right. When the 15-second mark hits on the play clock, the communication stop. And that's when, I believe, the Patriots started shifting stuff up. I think they knew that. They started shifting stuff up and really confusing the fuck out of Goff. Because Goff looked like a boss that night. Start, words started creeping in the back of my mind. I was like, well, this is what people were saying year one. 
And has it been McVay this whole time covering up for golf? You know, I wouldn't go that far as bust. He I'll looked bust. No, I'll he looked busty, no, no, no. bro. I'll he looked this. bad. No, I'll say he this. He looked so my, my deer issue, in the headlights kind of look. If I could, if I get the floor for a minute, oh my god, to counter to counter your bust comment, <laughs> I would say is golf as a bust. I would say, yeah, he looked out of sorts game night. But I would also put a lot of the blame on McVay because for some reason I think he tried to get really really cute with the, with the playbook and not stick with what worked. Like, you know, you're a dynamic offense. If the way you can counteract that, that pass rush is, you know, you don't have a run game. Let's just start doing screen plays. And then when they start cheating to, to stop the, the screen plays, then you can go over the top of Brandon Cooks. When you're not getting any movement off the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. in any offense by any means necessary, mm-hmm. you, you make it really predictable. They're not a third down team. Like, we all know that the the Rams live and die, and we saw that Sunday with play action. And if you can't get the run going, you got to get the ball moving somehow. But here's my, here's my biggest issue with that is we heard going into the Super Bowl that McVay is the next genius, right? Him being the genius he is should know they're going to shut down the run game. That run game is going to get nothing. And I expected that. Everybody did. Belichick was going to take away Todd Gurley and... C.J. Anderson, and that happened. Now, they should have known going in, Goff is going to have to step up and do his thing. But obviously, he faltered big, man. He faltered big time. Um, there were times where he looked like he looked like just a high school quarterback throwing it up. Just throwing it up. Not even the interception, but there are other plays where he had no idea what was going on. No, the interception was bad. He looked like me, uh, drunk, playing beer pong, trying to get the, the, the comeback on the rebuttal. When he just underthrew Brady Cooks. When if you look at the tape, if he just let the play develop a little bit more, you had Josh Reynolds going to the far corner, yeah, yeah. and you had Higby right at the first down marker. Uh, yeah, like, I've seen that. Yeah, you know, yeah, just but got happy but, feet. That, but then got no, feet. but then does that come back to the point of that story? If it's true that McVay would tell him where to go, but after the fifteen second mark was cut off and McVay couldn't communicate with him anymore. And the Patriots changed the defense up. Is that the main reason why you think golf looked that bad? No, I, I just think it was. I just I, I really put most of the blame on, on McVay. Yeah. I think they got too cute because let's let's be honest. They've been doing the chatted up up until the 15 second mark, mm-hmm. and golf has shown that he can check down and check out of a play at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So I just think he was overwhelmed by, you know the. You know, quarters defense that the Patriots were playing and rushing, you know, four or five guys right up the middle. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and uh, and on the other side, people, I get it, man. Like, um, you wanna you wanna bring out the uh, Tom Brady he doesn't didn't look that good in that game kind of thing, but uh, I think he he looked good for one drive, and that's all they needed. This game was set up. This game was set up where you just needed four or five plays here and there. That's all it was gonna be. It was gonna be a stalemate the whole the whole game. And it was going to be four or five plays here and there, and that was going to decide the game. I think that's what, yeah, that's what happened. You know? And I called it earlier uh, before the before the game where Edelman was going to see a lot of Nickel Roby Coleman, and it only worked out in the opening drive when Brady mm-hmm. uh, did his first pass attempt that turned out into an interception because he deflected it, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the game. Uh, when Coleman was on him, it was bad. It was, I mean, he was had bad. almost like five yards separation off the line. And then when you look at the tape, you see that they swapped off and put Marcus Peters on there, mm-hmm. and it's not like that helped anything either. So, 
I mean, the pass rush got after him. They definitely got after Brady. They made him look uncomfortable, but Oh he was. I I'll mean, give you that. And that and I will say this, that pass rush is so good that the only way we could have won is in that style. The only way we won that game was with the running attack and Brady just getting the ball out of that out of his hand as soon as possible. Um, because if they were to drop back and throw it fifty times, there would be five picks on the board. It would some of those passes, he looked bad. Mm-hmm. Like he looked like he was throwing a baseball, mm-hmm. bouncing into the catcher. Yeah, like it, it was. It was rough. If only you know the game of what ifs. Like mm-hmm. what if they could have just got one fumble? Yeah, like they were. There were a couple of times they were. Yeah. They're pretty close to getting the turnover. Yeah, it was a. I tell you what, in all truthful and all honesty, not not being a Patriots fan, that was a that was a tough that was a tough watch, man. That was just. You look at that game, and the only reason why I'm not freaking out, the only reason I'm not freaking out is because, let's be honest, Brady didn't look the best. Um, he was good for... He started to show his age. He No, I don't buy that. Ish. I don't buy that. Ish. I don't buy that. He just didn't look good that game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And besides that one drive, he... Besides the one drive where he went and got the touchdown, he didn't look the best. Now, the saving graces, the next year I started looking at some stats and stuff, right? And other great quarterbacks have gone through this. Other great quarterbacks in Super Bowls have gone through this. And I'll bring up some stats where Brady this year in the Super Bowl was 262 yards of passing with one interception, no touchdowns, 71.4 passer rating. Peyton Manning in his last year, 2015, the Super Bowl that he won, 141 passing yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, 56.6. Ben Roethlisberger in 05 when he was still young, 123, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, 22.6 passer rating and by far the worst John Elway's 1997 season where he won the Super Bowl 123 passing yards zero touchdowns one interceptions passer rating at 51.9 so I'm not too freaked out about it it's just this game called for this kind of performance right but the, the last two the the Steelers that was against the Seahawks that yeah. was a wash right okay so Jerome Bettis ran all over the exactly. Seahawks that day yeah. and then and that was the game Davis. plan and that was the, my point is that was the game plan going in this game was not going to be won by Tom Brady right. that defense is too good we've seen this before in 07 where that defensive line is so good it will destroy our offense no matter how good, how young Brady was how good Randy Moss was how good Wes Walker was and I think they might have learned from that where they're like you know what this game is going to be won in one way and one way only and that's running the ball simply put mm. And, it's, you know, people can say it's Brady getting old and it is what it is. He showed his age. But I think it simply was the game plan of there's no other way of winning besides this way. Mm. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I'll give, you the, I'll give you the game plan for sure. I mean, how do you counteract the pass rushes pinning their ears back? Exactly, right? But, I mean, you know, I'm not going Max Kellerman style saying he's about to fall off a cliff. But... He ain't getting any younger. Well, there's that's only so true. many. That's there's true. only so many slants across the, you know, quick slants off the line you can do to Julian Edelman. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we can get into this later on with you know power rankings where I have the Patriots ranked, and you know, part of that is someone else has to catch the ball besides Julian Edelman. Yeah. And we don't really know where if Brock's coming back. I I cannot believe this team with how deficient they are with offensive weapons won the Super Bowl. I cannot believe that. I don't know. I like. I just don't understand how that happens. Then it comes back to. God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like the genius of Belichick on defense. Mm-hmm. He, he, I will say, Belichick and I will say, he he looked absolutely amazing. He came with his best day game, and when we need him the most, he stepped it up. And Belichick's defensive game plan was amazing. I think every single person from Van Oy to. 
um, Stephon Gilmore. They just they came to play. Simply put, they had their best game of the year when we need them the most. Yes, sir. It was an interesting game. Um, I mean, I, I I enjoyed the game. People that other people were expecting high points. I mean, anyone that took the under on Vegas had to make some money. Well, the the can't all Patriots Super Bowls can't all be like nail biters. It can't be like the Seahawks or it can't hey, be hey, the Falcons. Hey, there's we're, also another team that played. We're not. Don't get it twisted. We're not just a Patriot <laughs> podcast here. Okay, we're not. We're not. Uh, no, you we, know, the we, Fox News of, you know, Patriots. We started out with the Rams talk, didn't we? The same. Did we start, did we start with the Rams talk? Just, let's talk about some more Rams stuff here. And about talk about, let's talk about Todd Gurley here. I don't know what has happened to him, but he looks just either hurt or he's just, he lost his confidence. It's one or the other. What do you think happened? Uh, I think it's his confidence more than anything else. Uh, I'm going hurt. Because, I mean, he wasn't even getting any, any, I mean, he had one decent play where I think he just, Drove through the eight gap and got like seven yards. I think he ended the, the night with you know what fifteen rushes and under forty five yards. I, I I'm going with the knee. I think he's hurt. That's it. And you know they they weren't even giving CJ Anderson a whole lot of runs. So yeah. I I don't know why. This comes back to me just begging for a screenplay. Like <laughs> I I think they were like a two, like two screenplays away from making this game a lot more interesting than what it ended up being really? because. Well, I mean, we all saw it. I said it earlier that one that one screen that they did to Brandon Cooks, and he got almost twenty yards. Mm-hmm. I think that was the drive where Zerline ended up getting the the, the only points they ended up getting that yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, um, it's another Super Bowl win for us, and I'm super happy about that. Yeah, here we go, us, <laughs> us. So moving forward, I, did, I I I wanted to give you a call that I wanted to call you so back to go and be like I didn't even watch the trophy ceremony like I I, I, finished, it, I finished it for like the last like ten seconds yeah. and then uh, a boy at work Justin called and was talking to him off a ledge a little bit and it it was just you know it was a great defensive game the game overall I thought was awesome the. Yeah. Super Bowl commercials left a lot to be desired. Oh my God! Super commercials about. Speaking of that, thanks for bringing that up. I don't understand how executives can sit down at Fox and CBS and get an idea pitched to them and say that's a good idea. And what I'll say about that is, there was a show that maybe you saw the commercial as well, where a dog was some sort of talent and somehow hypnotized Drew Barrymore when she fell over. Did you see that commercial? No. No. Yeah, so the, so the premise is you bring on these acts and they judge you, just like one of these stupid American Idol shows, right? But it's for talented people, or talents, I guess. The air quotes. Talent. Yeah, talents. And one of the talents was a dog was going to hypnotize Drew Barrymore, and then she fell over because she was hypnotized. How, how, how do you get that? How does that get green-lighted? Like, how is that possible? I don't know. I mean, I, I think it really just comes down to how big of a Brinks truck are you going to back up to Fox or CBS in this case? Yeah, because yeah, they cover the Super Bowl. I just think that the only commercials that won, if I had to rank the top three, I would go the NFL 100 commercials. That was great. That's I my, thought that was great. That's when my favorite saw, one as well. When you that's saw everyone one. from yeah. Singletary to Sherman to, yeah. to Baker to, to, to Brady. To, you know, I have a problem with the fact they stuck Baker and some of the young talent in there. Oh, what? Because they, you put young talent next to Tom Brady? 
No, not even him. <laughs> not even him, but like even Patrick Mahomes. Was he in that, was he in that commercial or not? I don't know if he... I don't well, know if he... No, he was in there and so was Saquon. But then he had big sense. I know, dude. The first year rookies, who the fuck knows if they're going to turn out to be trash? It's the point of the commercial was the I NFL 100 years. You I gotta think... got to go from the, pres- from the present to the past. But they just, are the future. Yeah, but I just had... You could have used other stars in the league right I mean, now. It's not like they... It's not like they put Sam Darnold out there. They put Baker. Well, they might have. It was the same thing. As no, I mean, because Sam Darnold didn't put up a whole lot of stats. Granted, he was hurt. Yeah. But you got Baker that was in the running for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Saquon that won Rookie of the Year. Uh, Mahomes that won. Uh, was it NFL MVP? He won the MVP, he won the MVP award. Yeah. yeah. And they're all young guns. I guess so, but I'm just, I don't know. I just, I get it. I Trust me, I get your point. I just wish they wouldn't have done that. They're just, uh, you know. Make the commercial interesting. I mean, they had Odell on there too. And yeah, that's fine with me. That's cool. The guy's been in the league for like four or five years now. He's doing great stuff, whatever. Sometimes he does great stuff, sometimes he doesn't. But either way, you know what I'm saying? I, I would have been cool with that. And then, uh, what was it? The next one? God, I mean, so we, NFL one is my yeah. number one. Same here. A T-Mobile? Some of those commercials were great. Yeah. I thought those were okay. And then the, the Bud Light one. Bud Light was all right. I didn't really give a shit about the, the sugar. I don't, I don't, Give a damn what you put in beer. I just, I just like drinking beer. Like, okay, I don't give a shit if it's sugar or you know holy water from the Vatican. Yeah. That's going in this. And yeah. beer, beer is beer. I don't, I don't care. Uh, they, they killed off the poor uh, Bud Knight. R.I.P. Killed him off. That was, a, that, was that was Game of Thrones crossover. Yeah. I can't wait for Game of Thrones season eight. Yeah, man. I never, never watched. The oh, show. did you not get into it, man? Yeah. Oh my god. You know, I'm uh, like I said, I'm going through surgery here next Thursday on my knee, and I'll be on the couch for four or five days, and I'm gonna watch most of season probably I would say six and seven again, yeah. just to get refreshed before season eight comes out. It, it's a great show, man. You should watch it. I don't, so I mean, I don't have HBO at the house. Oh, dude, you can come over and watch together, man. I'm watching Game of Thrones. So why? Why do you do that? Why do you? Whenever you hear, whenever you hear like something in the mainstream media or somebody that everybody's talking about a show, you just say you hate. It's all set. I'm just good. Like I've seen a few episodes. I saw like two or three. What episode did you see? I don't know. It was like at the beginning. But the point being, did you watch episode one? Yeah, I watched episode one. What I happened? watched like the first three. What happened? What happened episode I don't one? know. It was like uh, many a bar night ago. For those that know me, I'm just saying I gave it a shot. It's it's not my show. What is your show? What do you watch? This fucking whatever's on Netflix, the big doc, you know, documentaries, Narcos, big Narcos mark over here. Uh, Punisher, Punisher season two leaves a little bit to be desired mm-hmm. with the mask reveal. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, do I saw I saw a show with the uh, I saw a show called The Sinner the other day with Jessica Biel in it yeah. on Netflix. It is a freaky show, man. I'm not gonna ruin it for you just in case you want to watch it. But it's like a murder mystery. Okay, but it is. I really mess with me, man. It really fucked me up. <laughs> add, that, add that to my list when I get home. Yeah. But of course, gotta watch Live PD because on a Friday night, any of those that are kind of bored around the house, watch Live PD. Have yourself a good time. Reflect on things that you could have done if you wanted to be on TV. Yeah, yeah Live PD. I'll, I'll buy that. That's good stuff. Um, cool. Um, but moving forward, um, let's do our way too early power rankings. Yeah, the way too early. Starting for those of y'all that follow the Pro Football Radio podcast on the IG. At Pro Football Radio Podcast. Uh, little, 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 little discussion back and forth in the comment section about some of these power rankings. Um, my co-host, Jay, will have the floor first. I think with the Patriots winning the Super Bowl, 
having 12 draft picks upcoming in the next draft. And hopefully Gronk will retire, giving us some more cap space. Brings it to a point where they're the number one team going to next year. I think with 12 draft picks, they're going to... They're gonna get amazing talent, obviously, right? That's what Belichick does. Yeah, people play lacrosse and you know exactly right. Colleges. Yeah, and I think with cool. those, uh, those twelve draft picks, I think it's gonna be the world of difference for us. I think it's gonna be us reloading next year. This is supposed to be our this is supposed to be our vulnerable year. This is the year that you could beat the Patriots, and that's what sucks for the NFL. This is when Here they could have. This is when the NFL could have could have rised up because they've rised up and taken on the Patriots, but they couldn't. So here we go. Number two, I have rise the Chiefs. Up. I have the Chiefs number two. Number three, the Saints. And number four, I um I was on the fence about the Rams keeping them in there. I was gonna try to go with I don't know maybe the Colts. Uh, I really like their prospects and how they might take up hopefully pick up Le'Veon Bell. In my personal opinion, they should. But I what I saw the Rams the other night, man, I just can't get over the fact that Jared Goff looked like a bust that night, man. He looked so bad. He looked insanely bad. My my thought process was other young quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you take away one facet of the offense, the running game, they can't produce in some other ways. This dude had nothing, absolutely nothing. We were watching the same game, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're rushing five. <laughs> the, this offensive line did not do him a whole lot of help. I be, I'm just saying, like, I'm not I'm not giving Goff a get-out-of-jail-free card, but I'm yeah. putting more blame on, on McVay than I am of calling Jared Goff a, a boss. So do you think this is more McVay's fault than Goff's? Yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, he... He didn't stick with He got out coached. He said, he said it. He said it himself. No. So can we chill with the he's the next great genius head coach? No, I mean Oh come on. Everybody said why do you why do people do this? I'm not saying why do people do no, this before, thing where okay. before the season started, Patriots suck, Patriots are over. Now before the go. season was halfway through, Jared Goff is great, he's the next great right. Tom Brady, right. McVay's okay. awesome, he's the next Belichick. But now when they lose, and I bring up the fact that he's not that great, people are like, Why well, isn't said that that he's the next no, genius? No, no. Here we go. Yeah, people said Here that. We go. Here we go. With this whole, oh, the Patriots suck. Okay, when you get your ass handed to you by Jacksonville, Tennessee, you got smoked out in Tennessee on, on the road. Shocker, because the Patriots are horrendous on the road. And then you well, then how do we want to say, can I have the floor? You had your chance. Let me speak. Let me speak about this. You had your chance with those two, and then you lose in heartbreaking fashion, and then you get ass hurt when Vegas actually lists you guys as the underdog, and people start rumbling saying, maybe the Patriots' time is over. For those of you that aren't watching, extend your arm fully. That's the bar that's been set in Foxborough. And when you underachieve, before the playoff time and back in and barely get the number two seed. Back you, in? You deserve. How do we back into the playoffs? You deserve, how do we back into the playoffs? You deserve to have some criticism when you barely get the number two seed. How do I'm we, just saying. How do we and back, then to counteract. How do we back in the playoffs when we got the number two seed? You, lo- you lost to those two teams and then that Miami Dolphins loss. Put you guys on the you edge of barely getting. You know what's funny? funny about that? I'm glad you brought that up. Remember how cocky you were after that loss? Remember how I'm cocky you were after that? After the Dolphins game, Brandon would have thought that Tom Brady like died or something. You were like, ah, how do you feel now, Brandon? I mean, I'm not saying. Exactly. No. Before, can I speak or are you going to be stepping on me the whole time? Go for it. What I'm saying is 
all of those guys up in New England and the 603 and all that other nonsense saying that, oh, everyone's against us, we're underdogs. Oh, everyone didn't count us out. Yeah, you know what? You deserve to have criticism if you lose the two bum-ass teams on the road and then you lose in heartbreaking fashion to the Dolphins and then you barely get the number two seed. You deserve some criticism. The New York Yankees aren't even that bad with asking for respect. So let's stop this stupid argument of... The NFL had the chance to take us down when we were our weakest. Like, it, it is what it is. They did have the chance, this, but they this didn't. insane argument of, can we stop saying that McVeigh is this boy genius? He, he, you know what? He pretty much is a boy genius. Because he's not. in two years, oh my God. he's brought that franchise from a joke with Jeff Fisher mm-hmm. to his first year to the playoffs with the Falcons, and then his second year brings him to the Super Bowl. You, you, you can't just start saying, oh, we got to discredit everything that Sean McVay's done. Can we cool it with the talk? No, I'm just saying, you just got to chill with the, he's better than Belichick's. Uh, no, somewhere else. I've never heard anybody say he's people, better than Bill Belichick. People were saying, like, Who? golf is the next Tom Brady. Who? I heard, I heard what's his name, Colin Coward say that, that golf is the next Tom Brady. Yeah, and Colin Coward also has a problem with Baker Mayfield's character. I don't see well, we stock. All, well, we all do with that. Colin we can't, we can't say Baker Mayfield is an upstanding citizen. Like, I mean, he has a valid point. Right, but who else has said, because that's the only person I've heard Dude, say. I've heard it, man. And now this whole... Goff is the next break. People just... And everyone takes exception up that are New England fans of, oh, someone comparing themselves to Tom Brady. Hell, if a, a rookie coming out of the draft says, oh, I want to win, like, seven titles, you know, to, to be better than Tom Brady, everyone gets asked her about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. God, God forbid someone sets the bar that high for themselves. <laughs> Here we go. How Here worked, we go. How worked up are you right now? <laughs> uh, you have no idea. This utter nonsense of this underdog narrative that's completely bullshit. I think it's valid. I think it's valid. valid? How? I think it's valid. How? I just think... I just think people will just ask her right now that the Patriots won the Super Bowl again. They don't want to admit it now, you know? No, this, this narrative has been... Completely insane <laughs> since the beginning of the playoffs. Ooh, everyone said, I guess we all suck. Well, yeah, when you lose to Tennessee, get smoked out by what? Like almost 20 points, and then Jacksonville, and then the, the lowly-ass Dolphins? I, you, you deserve criticism. I, I don't want to hear this underdog bullshit. I got nothing. All I'm saying is we're civil champions. Here we go. We are civil champions. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a serious question. Do you think uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots have one more Super Bowl run in them? I mean, playing in the weakest division? You're no, guaranteed. Name a weaker division in the AFC East. Uh, I'll wait. AFC South was a pretty weak division for a while. Ever since Peyton Manning left, it's a really weak division. Who else Who else in the AFC South when Peyton Manning was in that division was, com- was uh, I don't know, something to write home about? I didn't say in the past. I said, name me a weaker division in the NFL right now. Let's see. Uh... I don't have one right now. Look at that. Yeah, it's not that hard to win how many how many division titles? What is it? Ten? Ten? You guys won ten, right? The Pats won ten? I would The so one year that the Dolphins won was when Brady went down. Yeah, yeah. That, we we have a stronghold in yeah. the division. Yeah. 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 It's not it's it's not that hard. The Jets are a joke. The Dolphins can't get like, their, their act like, right. Is it our fault that we're so good in the division? Is it our fault that we're in the AFCs? No. But we I'm just saying pencil them into the playoffs. I think there's a lot more. Oh, whatever, whatever. Regardless. All right. So after they get in the playoffs, do you think they'll have a little more Super Bowl run on them? It depends on what happens on the offense. Because the, there's some people 
uh, not even just on the offense, on the Patriots as a whole, because I I don't really buy Greg Schiano coming in as the new quasi defensive coordinator that's filling in the spot for Brian Flores. Um, the the McCourty brothers, one or two may be retiring. I you think don't, you don't know what's going to happen with Krog. The, yeah. Chris Hogan is you know kind of nowhere to be found. Yeah. I mean, unless they're just going to become a power running team, which isn't beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, I don't. I want to say like I'm not going to pencil them in for the Super Bowl right now. I'll definitely have them go in the playoffs. Definitely win in the AFC East. If the, like I said, it's not that hard of a division to win. <laughs> mm. um, I think that Greg Schiano hire is actually a really good hire. I think with his background at Rutgers, um, then he went in the NFL and played not the best with the Buccaneers, and then he went to he went to play the. He was not the best. He just handled that whole situation down yeah, in Tampa Bay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Freeman didn't do many. Fucking favors either, and then he was a defensive coordinator for the Ohio State Buckeyes for a while. It's a Big Ten. Go Buckeyes! It's a Big Ten. I think that's a great hire. Truthfully, a lot of experience, man. A lot of experience. So I think that's a good hire. Um, if they can shore up that offense somehow this off season, I think I think we could be back. We could be back in it. In my, in my personal opinion. Now, before this went off the rails with a <laughs> classic Dapuma rant, we were doing way too early power yeah, rankings. It's your so turn, for it. Sorry about that, by the way. Here's Dapuma's power I just, rankings. I just have to get some stuff off my chest. Yeah, you have to get some stuff off your chest. Mm-hmm. I had a lot to get off my chest, too, if you couldn't tell. Uh, I got the Chiefs number one. Uh, that offense is still, I mean, I'm still going to lead the league in points scored. One, qu- one question, one question. Will Patrick Mahomes be just as good, or is there a sophomore slump coming? Because we've seen this before. Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, sophomore slumps. Well, Deshaun is kind of the exception to the rule because his knee became shredded weed after practice. Sure. It takes a year and change to come back from that, and we saw that in the back half of the season. Dak Prescott can't throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Mm-hmm. Mahomes can throw the ball a country mile. When you got Tyree Kill that's able to take the top off. Okay, the, all right. Off um, defense. RG3, sure he got hurt, but same thing. Like, there's. Do you think he'll come back just as strong next year? Yes or no? Have you. One of my, my, my bigger question is have you bought into the Mahomes hype? Is he for real? I think so. Okay. And do I honestly think he's going to exceed the numbers he put up this year? Absolutely not. Absolutely. There's there's no way. But I'm not saying he's going to just become a fly-by-night guy. I, I expect, I mean, how many touchdowns he put up? 50? 50. 50, yeah. right? I'd say maybe low, high 30s, low 40s touchdown this coming season. And I think, you know, they didn't lose because of the offense. They lost because of the defense. I think that, you know, uh, that I could argue. I could argue higher. for a half they lost for that first half. Right, how bad they were. They lost the game in that half. Right, then they put up thirty-one points, but the defense couldn't stop. Yeah. Already knows. Yeah, I'll give you that. But the, I think the new hire, the defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, is going to be huge. And I think they're just one, one or two defensive guys away from being decent enough to hold opponents in check yeah. so Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to throw the ball 40 friggin' times a game. Yeah. Uh, number two, I got the Rams only because... That high? Yeah. Only yeah. because they've locked up so much of their core to long-term contracts. Like, Aaron Donald's not going anywhere. Todd Gurley's not going anywhere. The, he should. The only one that is going to be coming up for a contract, 
I think, after next season is Jared Goff. And the reason why they're able to stockpile the Rams with so much talent is because, because he's on a rookie contract. Yeah. So, come next year, the Rams are going to be in a little bit of a bind with who they're willing to part ways with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their defense is so good, even if Sue doesn't stick around. But I think Sue's, Sue was kind of hinting that he might go back to Detroit. Why? I, why do you want Detroit? I highly, I highly why do you want to leave sunny LA and go to Detroit? Not even that. Not even that. I don't think he's going to leave just because... Detroit's a dump. No other team is going to be this... This close to being a winner. The D in Detroit stands for dump. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, I wouldn't go dude. that far. Dude. I wouldn't go that far. Number three, I got the Chargers just because... You got them in front of the Patriots. I don't believe in recency bias, and I'm going to oh tell God. you why I have oh them my God. higher oh my God. than New England. And it's only because of the sheer fact that they have the they have more pass catchers on offense with the, the two Williams brothers that are actually related. Uh, Melvin Gordon's not going anywhere, and then you have uh, Keenan Allen that you have to account for as well too. Their defense is pretty decent, besides not counting what you saw in Foxborough, which was had like no game plan. I just think they have more weapons on offense. Uh, I have New England at number four. Just, oh my just god, because, number four! Yeah, because I'm not People. a I'm not a mark. No shade against this podcast. We're not Title Town podcast. We're not just a bunch of marks for the Patriots. I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, and, I am, and I don't, I don't believe in recency bias, but it comes Listen, back. To, I know, I know. Hey, you, I'm I not know. done. I'm not done. It comes back to Brady's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't know what the deal is with Gronk, and I don't know. There's only so many balls, Edelman, you can throw to Edelman, like before they start shutting his ass down. <laughs> I mean, the run game is going to carry them. That's why I have them at four. Yeah. The defense is going to be able to bend but don't break. They're going to lose some people with, you know, whether or not one or both of the McCourty brothers are going to retire. Yeah. That's why I got them at four. And then five, I have the Saints just because they're in the same boat. Like, Drew Brees can't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, Drew Brees, man. Yeah, you're right about that. He, he tails off at the end of the years, man. Right. He oh, it comes out so strong, middle season, super hot, but then just towards the end, just tails off. Like Drew Brees, you can't like you can't push the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. They only have one pass catcher with Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really have a tight end locked up for next year. Yeah. Mark Ingram is in a walk year. He said he'll entertain the opportunity to come back if they're willing to pay him. I don't think they're gonna pay him, mm-hmm. which comes back to I don't I love Alvin Kamara. I don't think he's an every down back. Yeah, just be just how he's built, and he's a outside runner. He's not in between the tackles guy. Yeah, I was thinking, imagine if it was the Saints versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and just how bad. Because let's let's be honest here. Yeah, Belichick's defense looked good, but it also helped that the Rams' offense was really bad that day. Yep, I truly believe if the Saints were in the Super Bowl, it would have been bad for this for the Patriots' defense. It would have been so bad. I don't know. Oh, dude, some of those throws, some of those just. Oh, Yes, some of those throws, but then it comes back to at least the Rams had more. In theory, they had more weapons on offense. I mean, once you get past Michael Thomas. In theory, Thomas, but in practice, they didn't. My, once you get past Michael Thomas, yeah. who else is catching the ball? But then again, the Rams had nobody that stood out as well. There was nobody that stood out in that game. I just, I expect the same result. It probably would have been a higher scoring game. It probably would have been, yeah. Just because, you know, it's not. You know, Wade Phillips on defensive coordinator for the Saints. Yeah. No shade against the Saints. They have a decent defense. Marshawn Lattimore holding down the secondary. Yeah. But I, I would have expected the same result. Maybe maybe a little bit closer. But 
that regardless of who won, you know, who was there for the you know, the NFC, would, I think it would have been the same result, regardless. Yeah. Really interesting. I, yeah, I don't, I don't see it that way. Just because I know this isn't a good Patriots team to win. The, I know this isn't a good Patriots team. It's just, well, I don't good know. Patriots team on offense? Because the defense is what kept them in, in check. And I honestly would have expected someone on the defensive side of the ball to get MVP. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I just, I saw that second half in Kansas City. I saw what happened that defense. They are torchable. There are, they can play good for one to two quarters at a time but then eventually people start figuring them out you know it's a uh, it's hard to explain because even the charges game yeah it was total domination for the first half but the second half the charges crept in a little bit they were definitely they definitely moved the ball more methodically mm. and i think the same thing with the chiefs they figured it out after a half i just believe with just that's another reason why i think golf isn't as good as obviously rivers and patrick mahomes but those guys figured out in a half. In the second half, they moved the ball, and Goff just couldn't. Goff had absolutely nothing. Like, I know I'm not trying to make you mad here. Like, I, I know you have a Rams affinity somewhere deep down there, but I just, I saw what people were saying about him. I saw what, what's his face? Jeff Fisher thought about him, if that makes sense. I, he didn't look good at all. I don't think he had one, maybe one good play. Can we call it one good play? The Brandon Cooks one? There was one, if only Reynolds could have come down with it, where he actually had time to take a shot down the field and just, you know, it, it hit it hit Reynolds right in the hands. Mm-hmm. And then like the, the cornerback just made a great play. Yeah. He was taking shots towards the back towards the end of the game. He was looking like me drunk playing beer pong. But in the first half before halftime, he was taking shots down the field and then right around like the halfway through the fourth quarter, I think something clicked where if he's going to get any offense going, he's going to have to stay in the yeah. pocket and take hits. Yeah. And he was, you can't question the guy's toughness. He was taking shots in that game. Like I said, I'm not giving Jared Goff a get out of jail free card. He looked terrible in prime time when it mattered the most. But I think a lot of it was, you know, McVay not really adjusting to give his young quarterback help. But that then it goes back to the same point. It goes back to the same point. They knew going in they were not going to be able to run the ball or play action because that is their bread and butter, and that's something that New England Patriots is going to shut. They're going to shut that down. Why wasn't there a backup plan? Goes back. I still say McVay call call more screen plays. Mm -hmm. Fucking get your tight end involved more. Mm -hmm. Higley was right there a couple of times. Uh, Anderson and Gurley blew pass protection, and he ended up on his ass for like a twenty-yard loss. Mm-hmm. Like that whole offense was out of sorts. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's a decent enough analysis of the uh, Super Bowl after getting you all worked up. <laughs> uh, what do you want to touch on? You want to touch on the uh, the Eagles situation and Foles and all that? Yeah. So for those of you that haven't been following the the Eagles deal. Uh, Which is kind of shady, by the way, my personal opinion. Yeah, that's why I don't think they're going to be able to do it without having a grievance filed against them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the Eagles have, you know, the Eagles still have Foles under contract somewhat. Uh, They they opted to pick up a team option of twenty million for Foles, but if Nick wanted to get out and test free agency, he had to do a two million dollar buyback or buyout rather, which he did. Mm-hmm. And then the Eagles were trying to hit him with the franchise tag so they could trade him just because they want more control 
out of hand and get draft picks because the ultimate nightmare scenario would be for him to go to Washington or the Giants. I would love agent. that. I would love that. And per the collective bargaining agreement, the tag and trade when he does the $2 million buyout option would be against the collective bargaining agreement. So I think as of right now, recording at 637 on a Friday, I don't think they're going to be able to tag and trade him. So he's going to be a free agent. Brennan, we're in the aviation industry. It's 1837. Oh, sorry. 1837. Sue me. Give me Zulu time, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> Add five hours. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't, yeah. make, don't make my head explode. <laughs> but given, given that whole background of of uh, Nick Foles and the Eagles, granted, like they, they would want to trade him to a contender, but ultimately they just don't want him to be within the division. Is that their sole purpose for doing all this shady shit is to keep him out of... Oh, the absolutely. Giants and... Do you really want to see Nick Foles two times a year? Uh, yeah, I know. You're right. He's good. Uh, I mean, it's sitting there watching the Super Bowl, thinking how a year ago he torched this essentially the same defense. I was, I was like, Nick Foles is better than we thought he is, man. Like, I I don't know why. I don't understand, I don't understand why he got labeled, whatever he got labeled, that kept pe- teams from giving him the opportunity. Because he was with Chip Kelly, and he did have that miraculous year with Chip Kelly. I don't know if it was Kelly's reputation that kind of put people off from him as well, but he never got a chance again. I don't know well, why. Yeah, he, he had a chance with Andy Reid twice. For one time in Philadelphia, because I was actually at a game when Nick Bowles went out and they brought Michael Vick in. He went out hurt. But he had a chance with Andy Reid twice. Yeah, but I'm going to give him a, a get-out-of-jail-free card with uh, Jeff Fisher because it's Jeff Fisher. He only had one good year. And that was with the Tennessee Titans where they fell one yard short of winning the Super Bowl. Beyond that, he's a 500 at best a year uh, head coach that, that kills offenses because he's just a defensive guy. Sure. And it is what it is. So I'll give him a get-out-of-jail-free card with with uh, with Jeff Fisher. But, I mean, beyond that, like, he had, he had his chances. Like, if he, he looked bad at the beginning of this season – like we can't we can't just throw that out the window. And then when you when you only have like what what was it five six weeks to when he took over because uh, Wentz had a fractured back. Like yeah okay, it's a 50-50 shot of having a great run in a weak division as well too. I think they should have run with Foles. They should have traded away Wentz. They yeah. should have traded Wentz. You have so much invested. You would. And that's I would rather. That's, that's what makes it hard. Move I would on. rather five years of Carson Wentz's future than three tops of Nick Foles and set the franchise back. Well, I guess maybe you see it differently because uh, all I see is Carson Wentz hasn't been able to complete a season. Uh, and I know we had this argument before, but availability is part of your skill set. Uh, not being, uh, being able to stay on the field is part of your skill set, in my personal opinion. Right. But it's not like he's having no, you know, no shade against Titans fans. It's not like he's having Marcus Mariota. <laughs> you know, I fall down and have a stinger, and I can't feel my arm. Like, you know, I think he's just injury prone. Carson Wentz, when he's knocked out of games, he's knocked out of games. It's not like, oh, I broke my thumb, I can't play for like five weeks. Like, I tore my ACL, but still finished the drive, or I fractured my back three weeks prior, but now the team decides to shut me down. Yeah. Like. I'll still take the the future of Carson Wentz uh, over like you know the two or three years you could have with Nick Foles. And when you look at the numbers, they're essentially the same quarterback. 
So it's, yeah. you know. What a dream scenario for Nick Foles. Where do you think he ends up is his best uh, scenario for him? Um, I don't think it's Jacksonville. Yeah. Just because they're, you know, a run first team and that whole scenario is, you know, kind of a mess. Oh, it's about to implode. With, with Leonard Fournette. <laughs> it's about to implode. Like, the Leonard Fournette deal, we can get into that probably next week. Uh, is just you know not insane. even that just the the Leonard Fournette the and then all those egos in in the the defensive side of the ball. Where did Jalen Ramsey go by the way? Hmm? Where did Jalen Ramsey go by the way? I, I don't know. He talked a lot defense? of shit before they, the season started. One, they were one quarter away from from going to the Super Bowl with Blake Bortles, but I mean that that it is what it is, and he decided to keep talking. But the ultimate dream scenario, <sighs> Miami. Or, Would you take him? You're a Dolphins fan. Would you like him from be, to be in the Dolphins? Kind of, just because he's got the arm. Like, he's, he can throw the ball downfield. I, would, I never thought I'd say this. I would be happy, as a Dolphins fan, cautious optimism with either Nick Foles or Joe Flacco. Because they can at least... They can oh, at least Joe throw, Flacco is no, so they, overrated. I they think... can at least throw the ball down the field. Kenny Stills can take the top off a of defense. But when you have Tannehill checking down... Or Osweiler checking down to Albert Wilson, uh, you know, every fucking drive. Yeah, that kills any upside that Kenny Stills is gonna have. He's not a bubble screen guy. He is a, you know, five targets, catch three, 107 yards, and a touchdown or two. You're not gonna get that off the line of scrimmage. You're gonna get that 20 yards down the field. Those two guys can throw the ball. And then the outside chance, Denver. I don't think they're gonna stick with Case Keenum. I think they would. Get Nick Foles to be the quarterback for three, maybe four years tops moving forward. If they go with Joe Flacco, I feel like they're just going to draft uh, the what was it, Drew Locke that Elway fell in love with, and Flacco will just be a bridge guy. Sure. Being the Patriots fan that I am, and hating the Giants as much as I hate them, and I hate Eli Manning with a passion, I would love nothing more then force to end up in the Giants locker room somehow and just force Eli Manning out. Just force him to the bench. Just force him out of the fucking league. I would love nothing more than to watch SportsCenter every single day with the headline of, Eli Manning has a bad game. When will Foles step in? You know what I'm saying? I would love nothing more for Eli Manning just to fucking go away. I, am, I just fucking hate Eli where Manning. The, where are the Giants? They're top three, right? Yeah, they're trash. Complete so, trash. What I think is they're happen- a dumpster fire. You no. Know, Early draft analysis here. I would go with the Giants are probably going to take Dwayne Haskins. That would be great. That would be great. And that's and that's it. If they, they take Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State, pair him with, first of all, go Buckeyes, pair him with Odell and Saquon in the backfield, oh my God. That team is probably going to win the NFC East. Uh, but let's... Name me a quarterback that's come out of Ohio State. That doesn't matter. No, it does matter. Kirk Herbstreit. Uh, When? Were we... What, five years old? 1994. Yeah, okay. So I was in like the second grade. Joe Germain. Yeah. Troy Smith. Terrell Pryor. Oh, uh, yeah. The, out of the, that list, one went undrafted, mm-hmm. and then one is a wide receiver right Cardell, now. Cardell Jones. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, Big Ten. <laughs> Big Ten is really known for producing quarterbacks. Uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady came out of Big Ten. Yeah, exceptions to the rule. Just saying. Brian Greasy came from Penn State. Brian Greasy. Oh, yeah. 
You want to talk about riding on the name of the old man? He's right up there with Phil, uh, with Chris Sims. Regardless, I would love nothing more for him to just force Eli Manning out. I just want Eli Manning to be done with the NFL. I'm sick and tired of his stupid fucking face. You're just, you're just mad. Oh, I'm so mad. So fucking mad. I haven't gone over that shit. Here we go. Patriot Mark. It was fine. No, I just, I just don't understand how somebody can get that lucky twice. I just don't get it. So, regardless. And it, and it started off from the beginning uh, when him using the family name to force his fucking way out of San Diego. Who the fuck are you, entitled piece of shit? You're number one overall already. Just go to the fucking Chargers. It's a great city anyways. Well, it's a fucking Elway, piece of shit. Elway did the same thing. He's involved. Yeah, but he'd be the Patriots. Like, what do you mean, but? What do you mean, but? You can't make that argument and then say, here's a guy that's in the Hall of Fame that did the exact same thing in the 80s. But he didn't be the Patriots. That's what I'm Oh, here we go. See, this is why, <laughs> this is why sometimes, Jay, I don't know if I just want to hit you with the chair, with this, the, the, uh, the, 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 the Patriot bias. Everything, in, if it's in a vacuum, is, is okay as long as you don't cross New England. Once we get beyond that, you're instantly on the hit list. Would you really hit me with the chair? Uh, yes. The, not going to lie, yesterday with that with the fucking power ranking post, I was in the middle of, the, of a gym session. I was ready to fall asleep at the light machine, and I see this fucking post with the, that's completely biased, beyond belief of all logic and, and explanation and stats of just having New England at one. I thought it was a great post. Where I thought some of the best. I post. instantly woke back up on the leg press machine. I, I stopped. <laughs> I paused my workout for 15 minutes to go back and forth with you with Justin Bouton. You drove me you know up a wall. You know what's funny? I wasn't even trying to like get your work up. I was just simply I was simply sitting at West Palm Beach Airport, just bored. I was like, I guess I should post. I haven't, I've neglected the Instagram all fucking week long. Um, I was like, oh, I should post it. And then next thing you know, fire everywhere. Fire everywhere. Drove <laughs> me up a wall. But the one team that I don't think has any chance at, at getting Foles is, is Washington. Yeah. Just because their cap situation is, a, is a mess with the Alex Smith's you know, injury. Which, you know, hey, I wish the guy comes back as quickly as possible, but... After looking at that that, that injury, that was a good injury. injury. That, that, I don't think he's coming back. What was worse, that injury for Alex Smith or Gordon Hayward? Oh God, probably Gordon Hayward's. Mm-hmm. Just because at least with Alex Smith, we couldn't see the yeah. ball breaking through the skin. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Sock. But the, the downside is, is because fucking bone broke through the skin, and there's a sweaty ass sock covering it. As soon as they open him up to try to you know repair his leg and minimize any infection, I mean you're you're already screwed as it is. Yeah. So I mean, wish him nothing but the best, but I don't think the doctor was talking to me about that too. He was like, you know, they have to run through the legal stuff. Be like, oh, there's a slight chance of infection, right. blah blah. And I, I don't think anything's gonna happen. I've had knee surgery before, and it's not that bad. It's just uh, it's scary when that shit happens. Right. It's just like um, I just went for a small minor arthroscopic knee surgery. Next right. thing I know, I have staph infection. That's right. <laughs> And nowadays, it's like almost impossible. It's really hard to fucking find out the staff infection. And, yeah. you know, we don't know what kind of issues Alex Smith had. But that that whole deal, like that contract signing and the language in it, and you factor in his injury, that puts the Redskins in a really deep hole for the next at least three to four, four years just based on his contract situation. Nice, nice. All right. Oh, damn. We've gone for 50 minutes, man. That was 50 minutes? That's a long time. Wow. That's the longest podcast we've done so yeah, far. Yeah, we had uh, we had 
Yeah. We had fears of filling 30 minutes before when we first started, remember? Yeah. Wow. Well, anything else you want to touch on? No, that's that's it. We'll leave the we'll leave the rest. I'm sure there's gonna be headlines next week, and we'll have some stories, and you're gonna be getting opened up. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to figure out how we're gonna do that next week. Um. But yeah. So that's football season's over. Um. To all our viewers out there, I'm sorry, listeners out there, not viewers. Oh, real quick, real quick. You gonna watch that Alliance Amer- Alliance of American Football draft night tomorrow? You gonna watch that league at all? Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm not. I'm okay. Like it's, it's kind of cool. Like some. Some I'm, former players are gonna be in there. I'm sad. I'm sad the NFL is over, but I'm not in that bad of a situation. Right. I gotta go watch the Alliance. Like Trent, Trent Richardson's gonna be starting. Right? Yeah. He might not starting. He's yeah. gonna be anchored in the league. Who knows? If they're but you know what's out. funny? That that league actually has a lot of money behind they it. They got some fire. They got some star. You know. You know cash. how I know it has money behind it? Because I know uh, we work in the aviation industry, and I know of an operator in Miami. That has 737s. Easy to figure out who it is. Mm. And they just picked up a five million dollar contract to fly around the Alliance League. And I'm like, $5 million coming out of that league to just to move their teams around? Well, they're going to be on, what is it, NBC Sports? Is it NBC Sports yeah. or CBS? I what, one, one of those sports one. I think it was primetime, like 8 p.m. on right. CBS. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, it's you know, if... I'll give it two weeks. I, I might... I'm not, I'll see what the, the highlights are on, you know, Sports Center at midnight. Yeah. But, I don't know. I'm not going to immediately run to watch the, watch the league. Yeah, I'm going to really... Uh, Find some shows, man. Fill some time here and there. I got some. I got some. Tra- I got the knee surgery. I got some travel coming up, so it's gonna take up some time. But I think I'm just gonna find some shows. And... Yeah, we'll get some pictures and catches report next week. So we'll oh start, my start god, here we go. Are we gonna do the teach Jay Chima some baseball segment? Hey, maybe you know I don't want to bore the, the listeners expecting football, but it, it would be fun. We'll try to teach you some baseball during spring training. We'll do spring cool. training for Jay Chima. Let's go. <laughs> That's a great name. I like yeah. that. I am pretty stupid when it comes to watching baseball and figuring out what's going on. It, it, you, you said it, not me. <laughs> we should go to a game this year. Now, are we actually going to go to a game and watch? Or are you going to be like, oh my god, i got to like take pictures of Fenway Park and then like we can leave. No, no, no. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. If I'm paying to watch a baseball game, I am watching the baseball game. Just, just saying. Who said I'm going to go there to IG it up, bro? I'm going to um, watch the game. Oh, contraire. <laughs> Let's make a check tape. <laughs> Sitting at a table at dinner one time. Me, you, Sarah O, and I think two hot buta. We're all sitting there talking about going to a baseball game. And two out of the four were saying, like, oh, my God, we got to take pictures. Of, like, run around and take pictures and we can leave. Who the two out of the four? I think it was you and Sarah O. Well, what's wrong with that? I'm not, I'm not paying to go to a game at Fenway just to, like, sit there for an inning or two and then run out and check out downtown Boston. I am watching the whole game. If we're going to a baseball game, you're going to be watching a game with me. I feel like that'd be a great day. Go to Fenway Park, get the ambiance for the first 15, 20 minutes of the park, do some IG action, and then go hang out in Boston. No, no. If we're, I mean, you can do that. I'm just going to sit my ass in those uncomfortable bleacher seats because right. California is, Fenway has horrendous sight lines. Do it for the gram. All right, either way. Do it for the gram. <laughs> this is moments like this where I say the midget in North Korea can just push the button and end it all. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that far. Do it for the gram. <laughs> It's gonna be the next uh, Netflix special, the Fire Festival, right? Sequel, do it for the gram. So before I got sidetracked, there, how this is gonna work in the off season is we're gonna the next event we're gonna to try to cover is gonna be the combine. That's gonna lead into uh, obviously the draft, free agency, uh, OTAs, um, obviously the storylines all throughout summer, right into training camp, and hopefully into football season again. Yeah. I can't believe football season's over, but um, I'm gonna miss it, man. It's 
gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good upcoming season though. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that does it. We've uh, rambled on 55 minutes now. That's insane. Um, but thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Is this where I throw in plugs? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. Please look So me. on Twitter, be sure to follow me. I'm sorry for being so stupid. Puma <laughs> at Brando underscore Puma on the Twitter. You can follow my co-host here at Jchima. Then you can follow us on Facebook at Pro Football Radio Podcast. Instagram is at Foro Football Radio Podcast as well. All one word. Be sure to hit us up with any, you know, any questions you may have. We might answer it on the show. Bye, Dios.